I was still like, I was in my own fucking world. I was like, this is the best. I'm doing my own thing. I, I really like comparison in the coaching industry to me honestly wasn't a thing. Let me tell you, I have walked through that probably more than anything else in the last year. And it's just noticing, wow, what's, what's really present in the collective and what actually wasn't in the past. Welcome to the Straight to the Point podcast. I'm Molly Austin. I'm Emily Fitz, and we are your once typical online business and fitness coaches who got fed up with the coaching industry's toxic culture. We're navigating a new era of entrepreneurship, one that's rooted in truth, integrity, and honesty. Whether you're in a next level of expansion, have been burned by the industry, or are just getting started and not sure where you fit, we're covering everything from lessons learned, industry trends, and having straight to the point, no BS conversations about what it actually takes to lead the way in this new paradigm. Let's get straight to the point. Welcome back to another episode of Straight to the Point series. This week's topic is coaches, coaching, coaches. Is this the only way to make money in the online industry? And one thing I want to speak into is that this was actually a topic that was requested by one of our audience members. So what's important to share about that is that we're listening. We're listening, we're listening, we're listening. If there are specific topics that you're wanting us to speak into, share with us because it's important that, again, we honor the co-collaborative nature of what this series was always designed to be. And I think one of the really important things that we both want to speak into is we get these topics and then we jump on and we're like, okay, like we don't exactly know what we're going to speak into (laughs) about this specific topic. We don't know exactly what we're going to say. None of this is scripted. None of this is pre-planned. In fact, we got on this we got literally right before we hit record, we go, okay, what topic are we doing? Okay, let's do this topic. Okay. Sh- I don't know what I'm going to say. Okay. I don't either. Okay. I kind of like it. I kind of like that about this. Mm-hmm. And it's there's, fun. it's fun and there's magic in the air around that because also what it's asking us to do is be really unfiltered, a little bit raw, very honest and risk our own, um, opinions, ideas, right? Being potentially, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I don't know. The thought that comes to mind is like scrutinized. Like somebody might not agree with what we say and that's okay, but it's, it's, it's the choice to have the conversation and to do it from a space of we're walking through the questions with you. Yeah, we really are. We really are. And that this is also about us exercising our own self-trust after coming out of seasons of being very scripted and feeling robotic. And I know I can speak for myself, speaking from the mind and pre-planning and pre-rehearsing what I'm going to say. And that's not what the space is. That's not what we are calling you to do. And so it's not what we are doing ourselves. Um, and like Em said, we might say something that (laughs) you might be like, hmm, maybe you could have used different wording. And that's what we're here for, though. We're here for unfiltered, 
raw, real conversation. And that yes. means us showing up in our wholeness and that's going to look how it's going to look. Totally. And that also means that you have permission to disagree with what mm-hmm. we say. Totally. We're not here Which has to been, please. Yeah, go ahead. That's been, that's been such a, <laughs> that's been such a, that's been such a conversation between you and I, and even just like personal life of like, and they're allowed to have their experience of that. Exactly. Oh, right, they are. It gets to be both. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're not here to please everybody. You know, we're yeah. here to, we're here to have the hard conversation. Mm-hmm. And that is actually guaranteed to not please everybody. Mm-hmm. But if we're not willing to have the hard conversation, um, then what is that really saying about us and yeah. our willingness to lean in to the places where most of the industry is leaning out or turning a blind eye or pretending not to look or notice? Totally. And that leaves a lot of people with a lot of questions. Absolutely. Well, and it's also like, we're here to have hard conversations here. And also, so you guys know, we're also having hard conversations off the screen, off the podcast. Em and I just had a hard conversation this week. And Mm -hmm. yeah, so saying that of like, we're here to have the hard conversations, that really means we're doing that here. We're doing that in our lives off of here. Um, And that's what it means for us to be in integrity with, with saying that. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, and when this topic came to us and I even brought it up here, I was like, this is going to be a little bit sticky, Mm -hmm. which is coaching coaches. Mm -hmm. And even when I received the message, I'm going to admit there was a part of me that got triggered. Mm -hmm. I have so much self-awareness around, right? I'm like not identified with it. I'm like, oh, there's a sticky place inside of myself. Because while I don't exclusively coach coaches, Mm -hmm. I would say 99% of my client base is coaches Mm -hmm. wanting to be coaches. Mm -hmm. But what I will say is that not all of my clients who are coaches are wanting to coach coaches. Totally. So, but Mm -hmm. there are still some sticky places where I'm like, Ooh, right. Like I'm seeing the threads of how this type of business model can snowball, right? Because, and here's something I want to speak into that I think never, never gets talked about in the industry Mm is coaches who hire other coaches who do the same things that they do so that they can get better at the things they do. Yeah. But most people are walking around thinking, I have to be absolutely perfect and amazing at the things that I do. Mm -hmm. And if I have to hire somebody else to help me strengthen in certain areas and the things that I do with somebody who does the things that I do, then I'm out of integrity with my business and I can't do the things that I do anymore or coach the people that I coach anymore. But actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the thing no one's talking about is that when we feel like we're faltering, we're hiring, potentially hiring somebody 
totally does something similar to what we do to help us strengthen in the places we desire to strengthen so that our clients can get better results. And I know it's a little bit off topic, but it's kind of in the same way. But it's not. It's really not. Well, because I experience the same thing in the world of health and body and confidence. I have many women who have come to me who are coaches who help women lose weight or stop emotionally eating and simultaneously are struggling with emotional eating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And working through, and a lot of the work is working through the stories that come up even with reaching out for support to get support on the thing that you coach people on. Totally. Totally. And like, you know, and I think what's really interesting and I think why it's so important that we were given the opportunity to steward these conversations in this show is because we actually really love the coaching industry. We're actually really a stand so for the coaching industry. We're not here to shit on the coaching industry. Mm-hmm. And yet we have the capacity to look at all sides and to see where mm-hmm. there is confusion and there is hurt and there is like, wait a second, something doesn't smell right or yeah. something doesn't feel right. Or even my capacity to like sit with the mirror of, mm-hmm. can I have a conversation about coaches, coaching coaches <laughs> and be a coach who coaches, coaches myself? Mm-hmm. And be willing to look at the places in my own business where maybe there gets to be even more alignment or more integrity or more mm-hmm. inclusivity. Mm-hmm. Maybe there are places where my marketing gets to shift that supports other coaches who aren't interested in coaching coaches to know that they can still make a fuck ton of money in their own lives and in their own business. And then here's some vulnerable truth. Mm -hmm. Still hold the parts of me that question whether or not that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that is the question today. Can you still make the same, if not more money than coaches who coach coaches? Absolutely. And I would love for you to speak into that because you Mm -hmm. specifically have had to walk through that piece in your own business, moving from health coaching to business coaching, but also really still holding the uh, the health Mm -hmm. coaching side of things. And and Mm -hmm. from what I can see, making that your primary, you know, income stream. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, I would say that when I started in the coaching industry, I was so in my own world of like doing what I was doing. I was like, this is great. This is awesome. And then as time started to go on, I was looking around the industry and I was like, huh. Well, when you came into the industry, there wasn't, there, that wasn't a thing. It really wasn't. It just wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't on my radar. I was just so in my own world. It was only, I think it was probably in the last year and a half where like, the deeper stories and wounds around the coaching industry really surfaced in the beginning of, of my business in 2020, I was still like, I was in my own fucking world. I was like, this is the best. I'm doing my own thing. Cause you were working with me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead. (laughs) Dead. 
I really like comparison in the coaching industry to me honestly wasn't a thing. Let me tell you, I have walked through that probably more than anything else in the last year. And it's just noticing, wow, what's, what's really present in the collective and what actually wasn't in the past. And I would say it was probably like six or seven, six months to a year into my business. I started looking around and I was like, wait, wait, like I'm seeing all these coaches who are coaching coaches or people who are myself, right? I'm out here. I'm like, yeah, fuck, fuck yeah. I'll pay 10 K. Like let's fucking go. Right. Because, but would you pay that for a health coach? Right. But just because you wouldn't pay 10K for a health coach also doesn't necessarily need to mean that you can't make as much, if not more money. Perhaps the business model is simply different. Exactly. Is it's like maybe a business coach is signing up one client at 10K for, right, for the month. And maybe a health coach is signing three clients at 3K, right? And- or, you know, 4K, whatever it is. And there's still the potential to make as much money. It's just shifting. It's not, it's not going, oh, right. So maybe it's not going to be, right, signing a client for 25K. And, oh, there's my 25K month. Maybe it's going to be creating something and getting more people into that offer. Maybe it's creating a group program, right? It's, it's possible. I say that from personal experience, from somebody who looked around and was like, am I in the wrong fucking, in-? like, what am I doing? Um, is this really the place that I'm supposed to be? And, and simultaneously, that's where the story started being created for me of women aren't, women aren't going to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of what the story is, but it's almost like I'll pay a coach 10 K, right? Like when I was working with you, fuck yeah, let's go. Right. But will a client pay me 10k and I think the story that was really created for me there was women don't women won't invest the same way I invest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean how many people can relate to that totally we assume that nobody's willing to invest at the level that we're willing to invest mm-hmm. and it's interesting it's... because I think that that belief I'm trying to like track the root of that story in mm-hmm. real time Mm -hmm. right? Like what's the benefit of believing and follow along if you're listening, right? But what's the Mm -hmm. benefit of believing the story that women won't invest as much as you're investing? What do you get by believing that story? Mm. I get to hide. Mm. I get to have a reason not to show up consistently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's an opportunity to continue to keep that not enough story alive. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah, the not enough story, <clears throat> that she has something that I don't. Which are just deeper wounds of the feminine and the sisterhood and collective that we're clearing. 
Yeah. It's not she has some something I don't. It's she's showing me what's possible for me. Right. Right. Well, and there's also the there's also the other ego side of it for me that I've walked through, which is like keeping my clients small by not believing that they have the that they have the power to get resourceful but then that also then there's also that whole other conversation right because it's totally i am willing to get resourceful and i'm not saying go out and fucking blow every dollar in your savings account and get resourceful that's not what i'm saying either totally right it's not and that's the thing that's the thing where i think we can get in trouble in marketing yes we've got a little 1080 by 1080 square or a story slide where we're calling women forward, but how do we speak the whole truth of the story, right? It's not so black and white, and yet marketing is designed to make everything black and white. Totally. And And that's why it's so, yeah, exactly. And that's why I personally can get so caught up in even making a post because you see the posts on, right, on your discovery page that's like, if you're not getting resource, it's like these bold letters and like this one statement, right? Totally. And like, and that's like what stands out, right? Mm-hmm. When really, if you were to look at that and the more work that you and I have done, I can imagine, I know for me, I look at that and I go, well, I could see it this way and I could see it that way and I could see this piece and I could see that piece. And then it's okay. Yeah. And then that's the post, right? But it's formulating that. And it's because once you stop looking at everything black and white, there is so much gray and then it's, and how do we say that? Totally. It's getting resourceful and it's, it's, here's the thing. It's like, it's the, it's the power of knowing you can get resourceful. Yeah. The act of getting resourceful, if that's in alignment with your core values. Yeah. It's also not, it's also not abusing finances, yeah. right? And and digging yourself into a hole from the energetics of I have to do this to get the thing mm-hmm. or I have to do this because then I'll be good enough, accepted, worthy, mm-hmm. successful, right? It's so it it is asking and this is what's really powerful is it's asking all of us coach and client to rise together. Yes. For the coach to rise in the clarity and the holding of the different parts and pieces. And it's also asking the client to rise in their discernment of what's actually in alignment for them. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're going to do a whole other episode of like coach client who's responsible. That's coming. Ooh, it's going to be so good. (laughs) So many. So many good It's going to be so good. Oh my God. But with this, with this specifically though, is it's like for any coaches, I say this as somebody who, you know, now does coach, you know, has an aspect of my business where I do primarily coach coaches and starting their own business. At the same time, I have made, I've had really high months from people and clients that weren't coaches. I have had women sign my highest packages who are not coaches. I have also, 
from putting a general message out there, I've also signed clients who are running million dollar businesses to get support in their health. Because guess what? The thing that you're doing, I can speak for myself, the thing that I'm doing is not, not, it's like, just because somebody is making a lot of money doesn't mean they're not struggling with their health. Doesn't mean that they're not struggling with their confidence. Totally. So don't give into the illusion that just because somebody's making a ton of money doesn't mean that they're not struggling with the things that you support women around. And guess That's what an the illusion. majority of women that are making a lot of money are struggling with? Two things. Health. Relationships. Yep. 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 Guess what they're willing to spend a lot of money to fix? Health relationships. I actually think it's an illusion that you can make more money coaching coaches. 90% of coaches, unfortunately, are not making a lot of money. (laughs) Right. We're only seeing the top 10%. I say that lightly because my vision is to have an industry of women who are across the board making a fuck ton of money, doing the thing they love, coaching, supporting being the visionary, being the leader, being the entrepreneur in all of these amazing and incredible ways that we, that we, Mm -hmm. that I I see the vision of that. And right now it's a very small fraction of women that are making X thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, but who is executives, VPs, like there are, there are other people who across the board aren't, are not coaches who are making a fuck ton of money who if you offered them up a year long, like deepen into your marriage, partnership, relationship, 100K package, I um, guarantee you they would sign up. And it, there wouldn't be a question asked. If you try to get a Absolutely. coach who's making $5,000 a month, maybe tops to sign 100. Like, do you see? So, do you see it's like it, there's illusions everywhere we look? So many. And I think that the question that you asked, which is what's the benefit of, of believing that is such an important question to ask yourself if you are a coach who maybe isn't coaching other coaches and you are seeing right you're seeing you're seeing what you're seeing and your mind is wanting to see what it's wanting to see totally. right and wanting to create the, the stories that it's wanting to create and yes take away that let's just take put that down for a second that question of what's the benefit of you believing that, right? That drops you out of the story and is really going, oh, wow, this is the other layer of this story for me, right? Of the I'm not enough or I'm unworthy or they have something that I don't and or I don't belong or I don't matter. And is that story new or familiar? Yeah. Yeah. Because to be honest, especially with these 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 conversations I think in a lot of ways is we're just repeating the same sort of like trauma patterns right yeah. like and it's the and same layers just revisited in different ways exactly which is why I always say to everybody entrepreneurship is one of the deepest self-actualization journeys because it's going to ask you and invite you to look at all of the places where you're still operating from wound you're yeah. still operating from not enough you're still operating mm-hmm. from needing external validation 
And what a gift. That's why it's like one of, it's some of my most favorite work, that partnership and then eventually motherhood, you know, I can't Mm -hmm. even imagine like staring at a fucking mirror. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, but yeah, it's true. You know, there's, um, I think that there, I think this is an important conversation. I think a conversation that gets to be ongoing Oh, yeah. This and is not a one-time conversation. No. And at the same time, um, is the start, is the jumping off point to the places where all of us as coaches have a responsibility yeah. to dismantle our own illusions and belief yeah. systems. Absolutely. And to not, uh, and to not avoid that work, right? And because what I can see and I felt within myself at certain points in time is going, okay, well, maybe this is just isn't for me. Right. Well, maybe I don't, I don't know if I'm really right. And I found my, I found my, I found my desire of coaching coaches in the way that I want to, but there was a point in time where I was like, well, if I'm not, you know, if this isn't the way I'm making money and I don't really have that desire in that way, then maybe this just isn't for me, right? Maybe Mm -hmm. I just shouldn't be a coach altogether. That was my own layer of avoidance, right? Because that's, that was bullshit. And Mm -hmm. wanting to bow out was avoiding the work. And my soul chose to be a coach because of the layers that it knew it would face that it knew it would come up against. And that's where it's like, if you're telling yourself a story right now, of like, I don't know, like this just isn't for me. Is it not for you? Or are you just really triggered and saying, well, if this is, if this feels challenging, it must not be for me. Cause I guarantee Mm -hmm. you it it actually really is. It's just Mm -hmm. really scary to face the parts that are coming up. Yeah, it's um, much more to, to speak on, I think, with this Absolutely. topic. We'll definitely bring it back. But it, again, like I said, an important jumping off point for, um, again, the, the threads of what this podcast is a stand for, which is ushering in a new era of entrepreneurship and, and, and mm-hmm. paving a new paradigm too. And that starts with awareness over the belief systems, the responsibility we all ha- have to take in the parts that we've played mm-hmm. and as the coach and as the client and our willingness to, to have the hard conversations, to look at all the parts and places where there's stickiness and, and shed light on them, shed light from, uh, from an energy of compassion versus judgment or needing exactly any of it to be different or fixed or changed or, or the, or the choice that to see it as wrong and bad instead of it is what it is. And, and where, where am I, where do I need to take responsibility within myself to dismantle these stories Mm -hmm. and these belief systems that I've created Mm or, you know, even maybe witness saw other people, portraying this narrative, I'm still responsible for the way that I receive that information. Yeah. I'm still responsible for the emotional experience I have based on that information that I'm seeing. Absolutely. And something else, something else that also just came through is it's like, 
many business coaches celebrate. This is for, for anybody who's feeling like, can I make as much money in this industry if I'm not coaching coaches, right? A lot of business coaches share their money wins because they're showing what's possible for other women, right? A lot of health coaches are sharing their clients' health results because that's who they're calling in. Simultaneously, a health coach could be having 25K months, but because that's not, and I say that from my own point of view specifically, I've had 25K, 30, 40K months, right? But that's not what I'm, that's not necessarily what I'm sharing because that's not the audience that I'm at that point in time wasn't pulling in, right? Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that that wasn't happening. And that's where it's important to, again, with it's the evidence that we're collecting. Well, I don't see like, I don't see the health coaches making, right? Because they're not as much sharing those things because it's not as much of the testimonial. And, but it doesn't mean that that's not happening. I also see that the coaching industry, business coaching industry changing as well. Um, one of my favorite mentors that I'm working with right now never talks about her financial wins because she doesn't think it's relevant to calling in her dream clients. She talks about the success her clients mm-hmm. are having. Meanwhile, behind the scenes, she's like almost having a million dollar year, but nobody knows it, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. she doesn't want women to hire her based on how much money she's making. Yeah, She wants women to hire her based on the results she's helping her clients get. So where are we also as business coaches using our money wins to, you know, is, is, and and here's another question, and and maybe this is a different conversation, but is sharing our money wins is the sole purpose of trying to create clients out of integrity? Mm, I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. I think it all comes down to the energetics behind why we're doing it. Are we doing it out of the pure energetic of celebration? Are we doing it out of a distorted energetic of, well, if I share this, then maybe that's going to get me more clients. Yes. And is there an energy of manipulation there? Yes. Which can be very, 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 very unconscious too. Right. Really? So some people can hear that and go, well, immediately. No, no, nope, that's not me. I'm, I'm celebrating. Right. And that's great. If you no. are. Immediately no. <laughs> immediately no. I've seen what I need to see immediately. No. <laughs> oh yeah. That's good. Um, and it's great if you are celebrating and maybe that is, maybe it is from an allergy energy of celebration. And if you were to sit with it a little bit deeper, is there anything coming up for you and can you just be an observer of that right it's Mm -hmm. not bad it's not wrong we're not judging you we're giving you an opportunity here to look at that and just go "Hmm, yes it's interesting who would I be without this money when to share yes yes Yes. what a great question Mm -hmm. journal on that (laughs) seriously yeah and if you're triggered it's Perfect, because triggers are the breadcrumbs to our soul's liberation, and they Mm -hmm. are the activation point for the most internal freedom we get to experience in this lifetime as humans. Mm -hmm. So if you're triggered, I celebrate that for you. There's Mm -hmm. something there for you to look at, even if it's not 
even if you're not doing that, there may still be parts of you that are seeking validation in an external result. Mm-hmm. Right. And that there's a part of you that gets to heal that story or that wound. Yes. Are there other yeah. ways to call clients forward that have nothing to do even with money wins? That's a, that, let's, let's, I'm going to write that down. Cause that's a whole yeah. podcast episode. It really is. It really is. Well, it's just like, it's, it's exercising these different muscles too. And it's, it's facing the stories. It's exercising different ways of showing up. It's looking at the different parts. And again, it's like, let's say you're making, it's just, it's good to have different and, and stories aside and like looking at the different parts aside is it's just, it's also just good to have different ways to be sharing things. Right. And totally. to really get to the core of what you're doing. Right. Because let's say you have a hundred K month and then you have a 15 K month for whatever reason. Right. What are you showing up and, and saying then? Are you going to show up? Can you show up and, and share from a place of, Hey, I'm not here to share that I made a hundred K, 200 K, 300 K month. This is actually what this month was or here are what my client wins are. And there's also, I think there's also a really good conversation to have about the client testimonials we share and the ones that get totally. left, that get put on the back burner. Yes. Are we only sharing the client testimonials where they're having a 10K month? Or are we only sharing the client testimonials where they met their soulmate? Or are we only sharing the client testimonials where they lost 25 pounds? Or are we also celebrating and sharing the client testimonials where they had a subtle shift that allowed them to see their situation through a different set of eyes. Are Mm -hmm. we just as lit up and thrilled for our clients when they make a post for the first time that they actually feel excited about, that actually feels like it's in alignment with what they're here to do and who they're here to serve? Are we Mm -hmm. celebrating a client who maybe gets five inquiries to work with them but doesn't sign a single client? Are we celebrating them in the fact that people are actually coming to them, but because it doesn't convert, we're choosing not to share or celebrate that win? Yes. Yes. So where are we as the coaches also placing our value in our client's success? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's been been a huge one I've seen in the industry and also in, in my own personal business and looking at that part of myself. And, and saying, wow, like you're saying, where am I only celebrating myself for the big things and totally disregarding all the teeny tiny little steps that looked like this, that were totally nonlinear and one day was amazing and the next day was shitty and right. Where's the acknowledgement for that? Because that all gets to be celebrated too, because that's all part of the journey because healing isn't linear business isn't linear weight loss isn't linear relationships aren't linear and it's our job as coaches as leaders in the industry to be the ones who who really I mean we're having that conversation but are also then cultivating that in real time online and sharing from that place 
putting yes. it into action. Yes. 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 And does that mean that celebrating a client's money wins is wrong or bad? No. No. Is, oh. Does it mean that celebrating a client losing 25 pounds is wrong or bad? No. And again, mm-hmm. it's not black and white. It's not only share this and don't share that. It's both. Yes. But And because it's both, it's asking us to look at all the layers of it. And it's asking us to, again, continue to dismantle the threads within ourselves where we're maybe still pedestaling this particular client's success over another. Yes. Which is a direct inquiry within ourselves. Exactly. And it's perfect. Totally perfect. <laughs> Straight to the point. <laughs> we thought we were going to end this like 15 minutes ago and then we were like, no, we're not done. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, what a joy to get to have these conversations and um, first and foremost, look at the threads within ourselves, but then also the gift of sharing the dismantling of our own pieces and parts with the community. Because again, Absolutely. it takes awareness, it takes vulnerability. Leadership means going first. Yeah. And it takes vulnerability for you to share with us what's coming up for you and look at how not alone you are right? To who wanted this topic to be talked about and look at the conversations that we get to have around it. So if you're listening to this, know that this was a topic that was brought to us and we're really celebrating the woman who asked us to bring this topic forward. And if you have something that's on your heart or you're wanting something to be talked about um, even deeper around this topic or something else that's coming up for you, send us a DM and let us know. Yeah. And one other thing that I want to share about that particular piece, an action step for you moving forward from this conversation is where can you maybe share other wins, client wins, Mm -hmm. personal wins that have nothing to do with an external result, not because they're wrong or bad, because I want to challenge you mm-hmm. to sh- to even the playing field for either the results that you've created for yourself or the results that your clients have had and start to just notice when you post a result that has nothing to do with weight loss or money or whatever the external mm-hmm. result is, can you just notice what comes up for you? Is it a thought of, oh my God, this isn't going to do that well. Nobody's going to care. What am I going to say? Does this even matter? Just notice the thoughts that start to bubble up because that's where the work is for you. Yep. I love that. Not so that you only share wins that don't include external results, but so that you free yourself from more of these thoughts, beliefs, and illusions that are keeping all of us stuck, small. Yes. Yes. And whatever else. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) Just a little homework. (laughs) Um, (laughs) thank you guys for tuning in we are on spotify we are on apple we are on instagram at straight to number two the point series we are on tiktok same handle as instagram um we've got really fun original tiktok episodes still coming out 
Um, love to hear from you guys around those as well. If you're like loving what you're seeing, if there's other funny topics you want us to play with where we're listening again, um, we're also on YouTube straight to the point series. We would love to see you guys subscribing on there. Um, we're celebrating 12 YouTube subscribers. Hell 14. We do. Yeah. All right. Well, we're celebrating 14 (laughs) YouTube subscribers. This is also part of our medicine too, right? We're celebrating being a baby industry. We're celebrating 67 Instagram followers. We're celebrating 28 TikTok followers. We're celebrating three five-star reviews Mm -hmm. on our podcast. Mm -hmm. Celebrate the small stuff. Celebrate it all. Because as Molly said, it's the stepping stone to the thing, the vision, the big thing that you're here to create. Celebrate it all. Reach out to us, DM us. You can reach out to me at the.emilyfitz on Instagram. And you can find me at the truly Molly. We love you guys so much. Love you guys. Here for it all. (laughs) We'll see you in the next episode.